Hey guys, welcome, welcome back, back to, to Call, Call Me, Me Candid. Candid. This is our first long distance recording, so we're learning a lot and we're kind of freaking out because oh it's gosh. very, very, very different. It's cringy right now for us. We are nervous. We're like looking at each other on FaceTime and like, oh. This is weird. <laughs> I have like these massive headphones on and I just look crazy. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so sad too because I'm like making a podcast room in the house right now and I have my co-host in another state. I know, but one day I'll be in your state, so it's okay. Yeah. I need to come. I'm probably going to come see you pretty soon though, so it'll be fun. Like this week. Yeah, I wish. No girl. I was busy. Guys, the shop is like rocking it out right now, which is such a blessing, but I'm like, dang, I need to get some stuff in order. Anyways, we are super excited for today's episode, though, because we're going to be talking all about marketing and just like Instagram, all those fun types of things. But I feel like before we start, we should just like give you guys an update on life. Yeah. So I saw that Lily got her triple and quadruple ear piercings just like randomly. Yeah. And she sent me a picture and I was like, wait, no way. Because like a week before I was looking at Pinterest photos of like a bunch of earrings and I was like, oh, like that's always been something I want to do. So seeing Lily do it, like the seven in me was like, okay, today's the day. And I was with Addie. We were like house shopping because she's about to rent a house. And I was like, hey, like I kind of want to get like my doubles and triples. And she was like, wait, no way. Like I want my doubles. So we literally just like went to Claire's and got our earrings done the same exact day that Lily did. I feel like that's such a fun thing to do with friends too. Like such a girly fun thing. Like, I don't know with your ears. Okay. Tattoo. Like I feel like more thought should go into that because that's like permanent. But the thing is, like, if I'm a mom one day and I don't want my ear piercings, I literally can just, like, take out the earrings and no one knows. So I'm kind of like YOLO. I just want to have, like, a million piercings. Yeah, the only thing with me is, like, they never stay. So I've gotten my doubles three times on one of my ears. So I'm actually going to, like, clean my ears this time and make sure that they don't get all infected because they've been so bad. Like, one time my ear got so big that I lost the earring inside of it. (gasps) Ew. It was so gross. And my dad was like, oh, if that you would don't... hurt. I know. And I was trying to get it out. And I was young. I was like eight or something. So I was like crying before school. Like, I don't want to go. Like, my ear is ginormous. And my dad was like, if you don't like get that earring out of your ear, I'm going to take it out for you. And I was like, okay. And that like motivated me to get it out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, you have to clean them for sure. And like, I've been rotating mine, all that. Did you have a hard time sleeping last night? No, I thought I wasn't going to be able to sleep on my side, which I always do, and I didn't feel them. Oh my gosh, I woke up with my one side of my, like, ear so sore, and I was so paranoid that I'm going to, like, mess them up. Last night, I fell asleep on my back, and I was like, okay, I'm going to, like, stay on my back. Like, I couldn't. Like, it's funny how you, like, just kind of default to, like, whatever. I don't know, but I'm loving them, though. I think they're so cute. I want to, like, change them out already. I know. I can't wait till we can have, like, danglies, but we can't have dangles for, like, a year, right? No. What? (laughs) What I thought it was a year you? or no six months what because my lady Not was me. like you can change them in three weeks but you can't have hoops until six months oh wait mine never mentioned hoops okay. she just was like yeah you can change them in three weeks oh wait I, mean, I need to look that up because I want to wear like little tiny hoops like I don't even want anything heavy yeah I don't know we need to look that up I guess yeah but it was also Valentine's yesterday or no Friday like two days ago. Yes. Okay. We need to talk about Valentine's Day. Tell everyone what you did. Okay. So Ryan and I have been doing like date nights every Friday and then one week I'll plan the next week he'll plan. So it just happened to me like happened to be my week to plan the date on Valentine's Day. 
So I decided to do an at-home date because I knew everywhere was going to be like super booked up and I was right. So I had Kiran, my assistant, which we haven't really talked about like how I hire an assistant because I've been like weird about it. I don't know, but I'll probably open it up about that on the podcast. But she loves to cook and like part of her job description is to cook because without her, I would still be eating Chick-fil-A. So she was like, oh my gosh, like I'd love to cook for your day. And she did like a three course meal and I got Ryan a cross necklace from James Avery, which funny story, the night I gave it to him, um, we woke up and then on Sunday I was like, oh, like where's your cross necklace? That'd be so cute. And he was like, oh, funny story. So like it was the middle of the night and it was like 2 a.m. And I just kind of got confused in the middle of the night, like was trying to get it off and then two seconds in I just got really frustrated because you know how like in the middle of the night you're like not all there and you're just frustrated with something bothering you and so he was like so I just kind of like ripped it off my neck so I broke it <gasps> so now he has to like go buy like a new chain or something and I was like that's that's just my luck that Ryan like just tears open his necklace the day I give it to broke him. the cross necklace <laughs> yeah literally He's like no Dude, I could see that, though, because guys aren't used to jewelry. So I feel like when you're sleeping, you'd just be like, what is this, like, on my neck right now? Yeah, I should have told him to, like, take it off. But but it was really, really, really fun. And then we just watched Bachelor after. It looked so cute. I love, like, chill Valentine's Day. Like, usually, Deb and I don't really do anything. I will say, though, this year, so I've been craving Italian food. I really wanted, like, a big plate of, like, baked CD, you know? So there's a place kind of close to us that has the best. So we made reservations. Thing is, is we called like a few days before Valentine's Day and everything was booked up. So we literally ate at four o'clock with like all of the old people. It was like us and like so many old couples. It was so cute though. And so we just like had our big ZD, got some cannolis, went and got some London fogs and we just chilled that night. But it was so, it was just like nice. It was cute though. He, the day before Valentine's Day, he was at school. So this was Thursday. He came home early from school with, like, flowers and my favorite ice cream, and he, like, surprised me, and it was just really fun because, like, I wasn't expecting that. Thing is, though, is I was going to make him, like, really cute heart-shaped cookies and, like, all of this. Literally, as he got home, I was, like, getting stuff out to, like, surprise him because I knew he was going to be home on Valentine's Day, so I never got to do anything for him. So, like, great. Well, I'm the worst, but it's okay. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I know. I feel like especially in, like, new relationships, you're like, okay, are we doing, like, actual gifts or are we doing flowers and candy you know wait so you and ryan this is your second valentine's day together right okay what did you guys do last year did you guys do gifts then we were long distance so that on valentine's last year i was flying back home so i think we did like a date i think we went out before but like day of valentine's we filmed like a love related video for his channel and then i flew home so it was really sad Oh, that is sad. That would be really hard. I could not do long distance. I don't think ever. Okay, once you do long distance, like when you're doing it, you're like, oh, like we can make it through. But then afterwards, you're like, wait, how did we do this? Like it seems impossible once you live together to like go back to not seeing each other for weeks at a time. Even when I visited you, like obviously I love it, but I miss Devin hardcore because I see him every single day right now. So it's like really hard. Whenever you told me that you would like get teary eyed going to the airport and stuff, I was like, girl, what do you mean? Like whenever I travel, like I'm having fun. But when Ryan left me to go to LA this week, I literally watched him drive off and I like had tears in my eyes. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like, they're literally like our best friends too. Like I, okay. We could like, I feel like talk just about like love and relationships, but I was thinking 
it's pretty awesome how I feel like so many people in their relationship, like you have that love factor, but you don't have the best friend part. And I feel like to have like a really healthy, long relationship, like I'm talking about get married and like still be in love when you're in like your 60s, like so in love. I feel like you have to have that friendship part. Like it's so crazy. And I feel so lucky that I have that. I know you and Ryan have that too, but I, I don't know. I feel like I take it for granted sometimes. And I'm like, I love you, Devin. You're the best. Like, I don't know. We're lucky. I know. It's nice though. Cause then you like have them back and you realize it's always good to like, you know, realize what you have. Cause it's really easy to just forget it day to day. It's like when you break up and then you get back together. So like Devin and I, we've broken up a few times and always when you get back together, it's just like epic. You're like, oh my gosh, I love you so much. And I, I don't know. I feel like you're on your A game and you're like being the best girlfriend ever. And then slowly with time, like we forget to do little things again. So it's almost like a refresh. I'm like, oh, even when Devin goes to school for the whole day, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like you're gone forever. I like literally feel that way. I know Ryan, like goes to the office now so I have that like whenever it's a weekend I'm like oh my gosh it's Sunday it's like my last day with you like we legit like follow work guidelines now yes that is kind of funny because like he's his own boss but he's like going to work for like a standard work day basically yeah but one of my new obsessions so I always watch YouTube videos like I don't remember the last time that I was like watching Netflix or shows unless it's like Stranger Things comes out or you comes out or like one of these shows that's like on for a season and then you watch it in one week and then you don't watch again but I have been obsessed with The Bachelor and the issue with The Bachelor is like it gets you in a loop right so like I started watching Peter's season which is like the current Bachelor and then you're like oh let's see what Peter was like in Hannah B's season. So then you watch him like compete against other guys for this girl named Hannah B. And then you're like, okay, like now I like Hannah B. So let's see what she was like in Colton season. And now I'm watching Colton season. And like, you just wait, have you already binged all of them? Um, yeah, I will admit there is this one day where like, okay, I have so many life updates. Like I'm kind of doing these really big new projects on my channel and like anytime you have to do something that's not from the norm I feel like you face so much resistance and like not wanting to start it so I just had this day where like I just felt stuck like Kiran wasn't there it was just me and I was like oh my gosh I have no motivation like I don't know where to start with these huge like month-long project videos so I just sat there and watched like all of Hannah B's season all of it I love that dude her season I liked I liked it a lot what is your like what are your thoughts on her as a person because I know some people are kind of eh I actually really like her as a person like when she was competing against other girls I didn't think that she was like that great but when she's just her own person like being the bachelorette I really liked her actually like I feel like she said what she thought and she was like a strong woman and she she told guys off and was like you need to go home like this is no more drama so I really like her actually but I don't know I wasn't like part of Bachelor when that was like a whole thing so I know people like really hated that she was Bachelorette for some reason oh I loved it I think at first it was because she was okay I'll never forget when they announced that she was the Bachelor she had to kind of or Bachelorette or whatever I can never say that word Bachelorette I'm like not good at that <laughs> um but when they said it was her everyone was like cringing because she's not like the best to, like talking sometimes and she's not like I don't know she's just more goofy but I think that's what made me like her even more because she just was so candid dude like really candid like said whatever she wanted and like she knew what she wanted in a guy and like she only would accept that I was like girl you are like awesome I love her seriously I really wish her and Peter though ended up together <gasps> okay no I'm sorry no. I don't I don't like Peter this is probably like an unpopular opinion but I really don't like uh, him. I don't think so no a lot of people don't love him I just think that he I okay 
I don't have it. No one give us spoilers or anything. And I have not read any. I swear. I have a weird feeling he ends up with her at the end of the show. I don't know why. <gasps> okay. I saw this other theory that he ends up with a producer. Okay. I keep seeing that too. And I think that's so not true. There's no way. I don't know. I honestly, I, not that I don't care, but like, I just don't, I'm not like a fan of him. Yeah. I sometimes am sitting there just like, what the heck? Like, I, I don't, I feel like he's kind of just random and I don't really love, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to be too critical. This is also so funny. I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about The Bachelor for so long and I was low-key annoyed because I was like, I don't know what they're talking about. And now I know everything and like could talk about it for so long. So now I get it. And like, okay, this is also crazy. So I've been watching Bachelor and Fixer Upper and I've been watching Fixer Upper because basically I'm starting a renovation series and I want to get very serious about like practicing on my friends basically of like decorating their spaces because I have like four friends who are like moving soon which is insane and like eventually down the line I want to flip a house this year which is really scary and really difficult so I'm like practicing with this little flipping with fam series right and so I'm like watching Fixer Upper for inspo and Fixer Upper and Bachelorette and Bachelor are like the most popular shows right so I looked up like how many views they get because I wanted to see compared to YouTube and it was like a record for Fixer Upper to get 8 million views, which is insane because like on average they would get like 1.5 to 2 million views and like these YouTubers rake in that many views or more on every single video and like that's what people don't realize is like whenever a YouTuber like gets on a magazine cover or like gets on Disney Channel or stuff like this, like it's so groundbreaking for their career. But what they don't realize is like magazines are dying and like these TV networks are not getting as many views as YouTube. And like YouTube is literally like one of the best jobs, but it's just not seen as that because it's so new. But isn't that, that crazy? That is so like, interesting. You would think Bachelor is getting like 20 million views, but it's getting like 8 million views. Are you sure? That's like insane. I mean, that's what it says when I Google it. Like, I don't know. No, I no, I believe is, it. But... I'm pretty sure they said too. Hannah B's season was like most watched or something. Yeah, I think because I think people like kind of liked her. I don't know, but that is so insane. No, yeah, YouTubers like that is a legitimate job, and I'm so over people thinking it's not. So I'm like, you don't even like understand. Like, obviously, I'm not like a full time YouTuber or anything, but like, dude, it is the future, and I feel like it's going nowhere. Like, literally nowhere. I know, but people people will catch up. But like right now, like old media is like way more impressive than like new media. But that's what we're talking about today: is new media, Instagram, social media, marketing. Yes literally oh my gosh I feel like we have a lot of tips for this and it's insane like social media obviously is not going anywhere and it is so groundbreaking for like businesses and just honestly like achieving whatever the heck you want to even if you just wanted to like flip homes on Instagram like you totally could because like I used to actually follow so it's so funny that you and I are friends because I like grew up watching HGTV like I personally just watched that for fun in middle school like I would watch it at like 3 a.m. like that was fun to me like I absolutely love all that stuff but it's like I used to follow all of these like different women that would just flip houses on Instagram so they would just post like the progress right of like them flipping houses I'm like that is so cool so it just goes to show like you literally can pick any like kind of niche like random thing and just do it on Instagram YouTube whatever and like, it literally could like take off so it's pretty cool social media is powerful we were just talking about that with Ryan how like as a runner or as a dancer, you can't really make money unless you're like the top 1%. But if you're like a personality on Instagram who has a niche in dancing or running, other people from that community will follow you and you'll have a career like 
basically from Instagram, even though it's, like, your niche is dance or running, and, like, you can't really make money from those two industries outside of it unless you're, like, top 1%. So, like, Instagram opens up so many doors for anyone and anything. It's insane. Yes, and it makes me laugh that you mentioned dance because it's, like, I feel like dancers are, like, exploding right now on TikTok. Like, anyone that's a dancer is, like, on there and rocking it. So, it's so cool. Like, literally, these girls are making money from it. It's insane. I know. I finally feel like dancers are getting the credit they deserve because it was always like people would always be like oh like you can dance as a career like if it's really your dream but what they don't tell you is like you get paid like 20,000 and you live in the most expensive city in America and you're like working your butt off and like have two jobs on the side which is like okay you can do that but like you've got to love dance so much to do that like you will be exhausted from doing that but now it's like you can get TikTok famous from dancing. That's crazy. You literally can dance in like your bedroom and it's fine. Okay, so I don't know if Ryan was watching this, but there was like this thing last night called, it's like NBA All-Stars or something. Did you watch that? No. Okay, it's so interesting because it's basically all of like the NBA players and they do like dunk contests and like all sorts of different things. It's really fun. Anyways, one of the NBA players, Aaron Gordon, he pulled out Charlie... Di- what is it? Charlie D'Amelio? I don't even know how to say her last <laughs> Charlie name. Charlie D'Amelio. D'Amelio. <laughs> I said D'Amelio. <laughs> I'm dead. Okay, what's the other girl? Dude, I don't Dixie? know their last names. Uh, her, is that her sister? Yeah. Dixie's her okay, sister. Yeah, all of them. All three of those were out on like the NBA like floor. He brought them out for his dunk and I was like so shook. I'm like, what are these girls doing at like an NBA game? And like it was the most insane thing. And I'm like they're they've literally like exploded. Oh yeah. They're living the full on like press tour life, like done with school. And honestly that is so cool. They must be like making money then doing this now. Cause I know like they're not making money from TikTok, but like okay, even like Charlie D'Amelio, she was in um that one commercial a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, but like what what brand was it? I'm like forgetting. It was like some sort of chip dip, but regardless, Super Bowl commercials have like million dollar budgets, so I'm sure she got a nice chunk of that. Girl, so we looked it up when the Super Bowl was like on and everything. I think it was like five million for like to have a commercial in the Super Bowl and like for it to be a long one, it cost even more. So that is insane that brands pay that. Like I wonder if you get the return on that. Like, is that really gonna help? That's the funny part is, like, if you spent that amount of money on, like, social media, you would be, like, the number one brand of social media. Like, you know how everyone knows, like, all these brands, like, Honey Seek Geek, these are, like, YouTube-sponsored people. Like, they're huge because they put all of their marketing into YouTube. Yeah, that's so true. Like, I wonder if Doritos, if they were to take, you know, $5 million or whatever and, like, throw it on Instagram, I wonder what that would do for them versus Super Bowl. The only thing with the Super Bowl, though, is I feel like people tweet about it and talk about it so much that, like, I don't know, it's kind of, like, brand awareness. But we all we all already know those brands anyway. So I'm kind of just like, what is that doing? Uh, it's so interesting. I'm really excited though because when it comes to like Instagram growth, I think we have two very interesting perspectives because Lily literally grew her Instagram from like the ground up. She went from like 10,000 to what? Like 60,000 in a year? Yeah. Oh, girl. Oh, no. No, um, wait. 2,000. 2,000. Yeah. I hit 10,000, I think, August of last year. So 2019. And then now I'm at I think a little over 60, like barely, barely, barely over 60. Wait, so you went from like 10 to 60 in like six months. 
Yeah. No, but everyone told me they're like, once you hit, it's so weird how like, we've kind of talked about this in other like episodes, but even just having like the K next to your followers just makes people want to follow you more because they think you're more legit, which is kind of funny because like, first off, I don't know. I don't even think that's like true. I don't really care about that. But in a way I kind of do like when I'm, I'm when I'm following someone, I'm like, oh, okay, she's 50K and I, it like feels different to me. But anyways, yeah, once you hit 10K, it's kind of like up from there, honestly. Like, I think people just take you more seriously. It's weird. Yeah, same with 100K. And like another funny topic when it comes to like the K on Instagram is like, obviously the verified blue check mark is something everyone talks about. And it's really funny because everyone was saying how like all the other YouTubers were verified and Haley over here was not verified for so freaking long. Do you have to like apply for that? Yeah, so you just go in, like, your account settings, like, when you're a business account and you apply for it, and our friend John Fish is verified, and he has, like, 50,000 followers or, or, like, 41,000 followers, and I was like, okay, like, how did you do that? And he was like, oh, like, whenever it says on the application known as, he put John Fish YouTuber, so I went into my application and put Haley Fab YouTuber, and, like, in a week I was verified. Wait, that's so weird. I know, because I guess they just, like, need something to look you up on the internet, and then they're like, oh, they're, like, known as this, so then they're they're more inclined to, like, give you the check mark or something like that. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. You should have done, done that for Jiffy. <laughs> so, basically, you guys all know Instagram stories. First off, I love Instagram stories. I like them way more than, like, in-feed stuff. I love them, and I feel like you are, like, stepping up your game, too, with Instagram stories right now. I'm trying my best. I really am. No, they're looking so cute but anyways a big thing with that is i feel like using like the little gifs gifs whatever the heck i don't know what you're supposed to say i have no idea but i say gifs so we're gonna go with that um basically you can just like put gifs obviously on your stories you guys probably know how to do that but i went ahead and made some because obviously with my business i make lettering and artwork anyway so it was so easy for me to turn my designs into like little moving gifs so to do that you literally just go in jiffy you create an artist account, they approve you, it doesn't take that long, and then boom, you can just start putting them up. But Haley, she made some because she has an iPad. Just explain. Okay, so, you know, Lily over here makes it sound really easy, like, just apply as an artist, right? Or she was like, you know, just apply as a brand, like, they'll probably look at your Instagram and be like, okay, whatever, let's approve her. So, like, yours don't even have to be that cool. And I was like, okay, whatever, like, I'll just make five really basic really basic gifs like literally a smiley face that change colors and so lily over here was like she was like it's simple like just do that like that's fine and like i see simple gifs all the time that are like viral so i was like hey that's fine and i never freaking got a verification email from jiffy and so i can't make my own gifs so lily's like well if you want to like you can make them under my name and i'm like no i just can't do that like i why did they not approve me to make gifs are they that ugly dude i literally can so easily like just send me the files and i can do it on mine like no one would ever know but i feel like you're just like too stubborn with it you're like no they have to approve me <laughs> it's a pride thing if it's not under my account then i don't care <laughs> i don't want to see them anyways i know yeah, so basically, I didn't think they actually looked at, like, the GIF itself. I guess they do. But, dude, I thought they would just look you up and be like, oh, okay, like, you obviously have an audience. Like, people would use your GIFs. So I'm just confused, but who knows? You should try again. Yeah, maybe I'll try again and give you guys another update. Yeah, you guys can, or you can step up the the GIF game. Anywho, so I do really like to use those for stories, though. And I feel like, okay, why, when, like, okay, when did your Instagram, like, really explode? Okay, so um, let's see. So obviously, whenever my YouTube channel exploded is the same time that my Instagram... Actually, that's not true. So my YouTube exploded first, and like at the time, 
oh my gosh my instagram feed was so ugly i was trying so oh, hard i want to see like, no it's just like i couldn't figure it out like i'm not very good in front of cameras when it comes to like modeling like when it comes to video i'm fine but when it comes to like modeling you don't know how much i had to like train myself and even now like i'm still not the most natural like whenever i take pictures of like my other friends they just know how to work the camera and they're like very comfortable and i just didn't have that and like i didn't know like where to take pictures so it was just a rough time but i was trying to compensate by like using presets because that was so popular like these super oversaturated like make your skin look orange presets do you guys remember that? Ugh, that was a rough time. Some people still use them and it's like their thing and that's fine. Like it's a very like blogger thing. And so I was basically trying to be this like 25 year old blogger when I was like 16 years old. And it was the second that I was like, okay, let's just take some like freaking iPhone pictures and slap a Visco filter on it of me just driving in my car. And then that did so well. Cause it's like, who else is following me? Like 16 year olds who drive, like they're not using presets and not following 25 year old bloggers. Like, why don't I just be myself? So when I started just like making it more simple for myself, that's when people who followed me on YouTube would actually follow my Instagram account. Cause like there are some people who have a lot of subscribers, but like nothing on Instagram because at some point, like people care about like if your photos are like aesthetically pleasing or whatever. So I, when I find someone on YouTube and I'm watching their videos, like I literally instantly look them up on Instagram because I like want to see their daily life, right? Like I love seeing their videos, but I want to see on their stories, like what the heck do they actually do every day? Like, does she get ready every day? Does she chill in sweatpants? Like I'm weird and I want to know that stuff. So what I was going to say is I feel like why your Instagram did better is because like the brand was the same. Like you obviously had a YouTube channel that was like relatable and like fun and like goofy. So if your Instagram feed didn't reflect that, it just would be confusing and kind of weird. So I guess that's one tip that we could have for you guys is just it's like first off be yourself because if you're being yourself, then it's all going to flow. Right. But like just make sure you're being consistent on all platforms and like just not trying to be someone you're not dude because like I also used to do the presets and the orange skin and again if you like doing that dude it's you like do it because it's like people's way of expressing themselves like artistically and like I'm all for it but just like be genuine because I think people see right through it if not and like that's true your demographic is younger so or like they were especially back then like no one was buying all the presets for like 50 bucks and doing all that yeah I also think that I don't know I'm I'm sort of trying to like go backwards now because Instagram stories have all these filters now and I love them because they make stuff look prettier but I have a feeling that people like don't like them as much like I feel like I want to go back to like natural looking stuff because I feel like it just doesn't it makes your life look even more fake and I feel like people liked it when my Instagram stories were like low-key ugly but like real you know so someone did a poll and I'm forgetting who it was, but it was it someone. Was no, 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 no. It was, it wasn't you. Like, yeah, you did. But I'm saying like a yeah. little bit ago, like maybe a few okay. weeks ago. And I'm forgetting who it was. This is going to drive me crazy. And like, honestly, a lot of their people said they liked the filters because I voted because I wanted oh. to see a lot of times I vote if I like low key want the analytics for myself. Like I'm always doing that. Like stores are like, OK, should we release like notepads or this next? And I vote just to see what other people are saying. Same. But I thought that was interesting. <laughs> what did your girls or like your following say? Most of them said they liked it, too. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I believe them, though. So I'm all about, okay, here's my thing that I think can get really bad is when a lot of those filters, have you noticed they like smooth out your skin like crazy? Even yeah. the ones that like 
aren't like the cute freckles like even the ones that are unrelated to your face like for some reason they're all putting like smoothing stuff and I don't like that because that's not just being very genuine I understand like that's totally fine if that's like your favorite part of the filters I literally get it but that's when I think it can get a little unhealthy because I don't want people to think I don't have acne scars anymore because I still do have acne scars like it's literally just those filters are taking that away so that's when I get kind of funny. But I think if you want to take a picture of like your journals and coffee with a really cute filter for Instagram, like freaking do it. Like it's aesthetic. It's cute. Like I'm all for it, Loki. Yeah, I'm still going to do that. But when it comes to like my face, I might avoid it a little bit more, but it's like really cute with like journals and coffee and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. That is, it's funny. And I'm, I'm kind of wondering like what the future of Instagram is because I feel like they just keep adding features that like people are using. So I was thinking about this, like the whole update with the um like you know filters and stuff that probably hurt a lot of people's apps I won't say names and stuff but like that totally is going to hurt people because for example I was using like a few apps for like the video part to make mine look a certain way and now I don't use those at all I know exactly what you're talking about oh no So I'm wondering about that and yeah, there's like a whole thing with that that's like kind of scary for people's businesses. So anyways, I'm just like so curious as to like what next moves Instagram is going to make. It's like so fun and how crazy is it? Like they control everything. They literally could change Instagram completely tomorrow and take all pictures away and like it literally affects all of our lives and like businesses. Like my business literally gets affected by that and I don't know if I like them having that power. It's spooky. (laughs) Yeah, that's why everyone's like, diversify diversify but can you tell us how the heck you like grew on Instagram that fast and just tell us from the beginning how did you do it so basically oh my goodness so I you guys should stalk me on Instagram it's a fun time I still have all of like a lot of my old pictures up but I've been doing lettering for quite a bit now honestly it's been a while and I was just posting my lettering it was very different than it is now I was like doing watercolors and like florals and it just was so like cutesy and pretty but I was posting my lettering and guys I just want to tell you that my lettering was getting like no likes because this was back when people only posted pictures of themselves and let's be real like that's still kind of how it is so it's kind of scary like posting stuff that's not you it just feels like kind of different because everyone else on Instagram is posting you know the best pictures of themselves so I felt kind of weird in high school just like sitting down and posting a like flat lay of my watercolor lettering in my coffee but I did it anyways and I'm so glad I did because slowly and surely I just hit my microphone so I hope that was not loud sorry guys um slowly and surely though like my Instagram started to grow and girls started to really like my lettering and it kind of just was like a unique thing I have to say I think if you're gonna do like a lettering type account nowadays I think it may be a little bit harder to grow you totally still can do it but it's just like with YouTube and stuff like It's just, I was kind of, I don't want to say I was the first one doing lettering because it's not true and I don't know that, but like it just wasn't very common a few years ago. So you definitely want to like be on it. That's why I think with TikTok and stuff, it's so good just to be on it and like come up with unique stuff while, you know, apps are still new because it's hard to do later, but like y'all, you can still do it. Just with the TikTok point, like I feel like it's both of our stories are very different with like how we got big on Instagram because it wasn't like a well yours was recent I wouldn't say mine is like as recent mine was like at least a year ago and now it's like a little bit harder and like a little bit more stagnant and now the thing with Instagram is like IGTV like I get these 
insider emails from not directly from Instagram, but like Instagram will talk to management teams about like how their influencers should grow their Instagram accounts and they'll give us like special tips or whatever. They're just like really enforcing IGTVs to like get discovered. So that's something I'm going to start doing. I don't know for a fact if it's like an actual good tip that's going to grow your account and like I'll test it out for you guys and tell you. But it's Instagram's very different now. Like you, I don't feel like people go on the homepage as much. So IGTV is a thing, and like also like TikTok. Like when you follow someone on TikTok, you can just click their Instagram, and like I do that all the time. Like I see a girl who I think is pretty, I'll go to their TikTok, click on their Instagram, and just like stalk them. Like it's so easy nowadays to get followers from TikTok on Instagram. That's why I need to be good about TikTok because I think for lettering, like if I posted more just like appealing, okay, for example, if I put on my story me just literally doing like brush lettering on my to-do list, girls freak out. They're like, that's the most relaxing thing I've ever seen. Like low-key, they're like, it's ASMR. Like I love this. I'm like, dude, I should be like writing on TikTok more. Like, I don't know. I might as well put the content out and like just do it for fun. So yeah, maybe I will. But I think it's just important to like really be on it and not scared to try new things in social media because it literally I feel like only turns out to be a good thing. Like for me, I remember too, I was like, I know guys that follow me like from high school probably think I'm so weird. Like I'm just like sitting here writing all the time. Like it turned out to be the biggest blessing of my life and I'm so glad I did put myself out there. But in terms of like actually growing my account, I went through this phase where I wanted to also be like a blogger. So everything is orange, like super duper orange. And that's when my account did not do well. I just want to say I was the same way I like went back like I literally backtracked I think like I it was rough but then I just started to like post pictures that weren't as edited and I just like was honestly if I'm being real like my lettering just got better because I practiced a ton and I think I kind of learned like oh my gosh people are resharing my quotes which then gets me followers because they're posting it on their page and it was like this whole thing then I made my shop and then with my shop oh my gosh brand awareness like grew like crazy for me because girls wanted stickers like stickers is hands down like literally changed the game for me so definitely that all helped my Instagram but I think for me it's like stories dude like literally girls will DM me and they're like I haven't seen you post a coffee picture today are you okay like wow (laughs) like that's so insane that like people are really like paying attention to that level and I actually I meant to tell you this like recently I've been getting a lot of messages saying like it's so I love this they're like literally your like stories are my favorite I actually watch all of yours and I, I guess a lot of people skip through and like don't actually watch people stories but like I've been getting repeated like many messages recently of like I watch all of your stories they're so aesthetic and bright each one is happy and I'm like okay that's my thing like I guess so I like try and really pay attention to the colors on my story the whole shebang and like because I guess it matters I don't know (laughs) yeah I feel like well especially for you someone who's new who follows you like I remember what it was like to follow you for the first time and most of your pictures are lettering things where it's like not your face and like there's some of you but you don't know like what your voice sounds like or what your personality is like and so you really have to use IG stories to like really let that shine and let people like actually get connected with you but another thing I was gonna say is Instagram is smart like obviously it has an algorithm so I don't know if this is the same way it is with you but like Instagram knows like the three people's stories who I watch every single day and it's always the first thing at the top of my feed is like all things Leanne's story because it knows I click on yours every single day so yours is like my number one that like it knows so if people like your stories like you're gonna be on their feed all the time and then whenever you post a picture like they're gonna be the first ones to see that okay I've never thought about that one time that is like 
dude i never thought about that like obviously i know if you're watching their stories it pops up like right at the beginning like for you but i never thought about the fact that my pictures like my end feed posts pop up oh my gosh yeah because if you ever are having like a really boring day like you're at the airport or something and you watch like way more instagram stories than you usually do and you scroll through you're like whoa like i forgot i even follow these people like i've never seen their stories because it does it like doesn't pop up because you only watch like five to ten people's stories a day that is insane i've like literally not thought about that because i'll see okay this is no shade to people in high school but, like i don't really i don't know i feel like all the people on instagram i see now are like I don't know, like YouTube people or whoever I'm like invested in. Yeah, like influencers. And so sometimes when I'm like really on an Instagram, just like tangent, I'll see like people from high school and it's cool to like see them, like see what they're doing. But then their posts all come up too. So like, dude, you just kind of blew my mind. I've never thought about that before. So there you guys go. Look at that. You got to be on top of Instagram stories. Do you have any tips for being on top of like Instagram stories and everything? Um, I was mostly just going to say to make it like a day in your life, but also like recommending stuff. So like, I recently recommended like my new favorite Starbucks drinks and then I saw people mentioning me that they were like trying them or like even though I have my own podcast not only just like recommending like my own merch on my own podcast but like recommending like lip products that I like or other podcasts that I'm listening to or like a YouTuber I'm watching because people are looking at your stuff to like also consume other products as well and whenever they like try something that you recommended and it actually works and they trust you and like I'm not going to be one to do like an affiliate link swipe up and have it be something that I just saw was like high commission rates because like after the first time that they buy something that doesn't work, like they're not going to believe you anymore. So just making like genuine recommendations like throughout your day, as well as just showing like what you do and like everyone's vibe is going to be different. Like I feel like Lily and I's vibes are very like productive and happy go lucky and like supposed to like push you, motivate you throughout your day. And maybe your vibe is like being funny or like I don't know, maybe it's fashion related and like showing outfit of the days, but people are going to watch your stories for different reasons. So I feel like you should just make it unique in that way. Yes. No, I dig that. I agree with all of that. You definitely want to build, especially if you're trying to grow an audience. I think honestly on Instagram, what helped me is I was very open and I feel like people felt like they knew me. So I don't know, like you want to be very genuine and you don't want to recommend things that aren't like true to you and you agree with because literally, isn't it? I think it's skinny confidential. Don't they always say oh my gosh, if you provide value to like people, like they're literally not going to go anywhere. And I think that's a really big tip for me. Like if you're being yourself and you're adding like, okay, even if the value is simply just making people smile, people are not going to take that for granted at all. Because I think on Instagram, low-key, that's kind of hard. What? What girl? (laughs) Okay, this is so crazy. So I did like a little YouTube consultation where they like make a PowerPoint about your like your YouTube channel. And one of the slides was like videos that convert the most subscribers. And one of my videos that till this day still converts subscribers is how to Bible study. And I literally made that video three years ago. But like the point of that is even though it's from so long ago, people who like share your faith, which is like if you like have faith, that's like the center of your life. And if so, if you're watching someone who like also shares that, like they're going to follow you so hardcore because like they can relate to you so much. And like I do the same thing, like for like the few Christian influencers that are are, like I follow them so hard and I'm like we're like sisters in community and when it comes to like Lauren Bostick like she's influenced me so much when it comes to business like they've added value to my life it's so true like you're way more committed and loyal to those people dude I relate so much like especially for me that's another one do you get dms a lot about people just saying like thank you for being so open about your faith because that's like a number one thing for me I get that all the time yeah I mean, it's scary for people who, like, just go to school and, like, they don't know anyone else who's Christian, you know? 
like not that we're like persecuted or whatever but like nowadays like when it comes to like any religion like the belief system can be very different from culture and so it's just really nice to like not feel alone in that when it comes to anything like business or youtube or you know your faith or whatever it is i agree that's what's so cool is like with social media you literally can feel like you just like know these people and i love that i think it's so powerful like you and i met from instagram devin and i met on twitter lol i don't even use twitter did i not tell you that no wait i don't remember maybe i have it i don't know so basically i don't know if you guys remember honest dms did did you use twitter and stuff no not till like last year see i don't use it right now i feel like i should maybe i don't know no i quit (laughs) i don't like it at all and i don't even think it would do well with my stuff because i'm doing lettering which is just so like visual you know so anyways wait you could just quote like the same tweet i mean you you could just tweet the same quote every time you post you know like whatever i put on instagram just like post that yeah so we were doing that for a little bit so devin like really helps me and he puts all my stuff on pinterest okay i know you're sorry guys we're like going all over the place but i feel like this is just like how we are in real life so whatever has your pinterest been like blowing up because mine's doing so well right now yeah okay wait i'm gonna go on my phone and look at the stats because one of our like one of okay we did a youtube video about like recreating pinterest photos and so obviously like i posted those yeah it randomly like got picked up again and it like hit like 400,000 views like that's fun but um one of our movie theater ones got like 200,000 views and like 300 link clicks which is like people going to our Instagram which is crazy oh my gosh this one of us just dancing in the rain has like 379,000 views from Pinterest that's crazy and that is free guys you better be on Pinterest oh my gosh that's insane I haven't like promoted pins or anything crazy but we've just been putting my lettering on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, of course I like my lettering. And I don't think it's any better really like the past few weeks. But I think Pinterest is funny. I think they mess with the algorithm a lot because I'll have periods of time where I feel like my pens are doing super well and then they kind of just like drop again. But right now I'm in like a high. I think for me, this is really good. I think I have like 1.1 million monthly viewers or whatever. I like messed up the wording of that, but that's pretty good for me. Like that's not really normal. So I'm just like hype about that like that's a social media platform that i feel like people forget about yeah there's so many ways of like free marketing like tiktok and pinterest are very pretty simple to use i just remembered i was gonna tell you how dev and i met so basically (laughs) i'm like we just went off on a tangent but there was honest dms and basically what you did is you literally just favorite a tweet and when the people favorite your tweet when you post that you just like dm them and you're honest it's literally as simple as that and i think ah dude i'm like forgetting I don't remember if he did one or if I did. Oh, that's going to drive me crazy. I need to like look, but whatever. Basically, I think he said I was like super cute or something. And then we ended up texting. I remember he was like, you should like text me sometime. And he like put his number in. And then I texted him and, like that night, your face, you're like, ew. <laughs> but like, I don't know. We were just like DMing and it was like this whole thing. And then we texted and like we literally, I feel like we're, what's the word? Inseparable. Yeah, that's the word, right? inseparable like ever since literally kind of ratchet but it's okay (laughs) (laughs) i mean most people meet on like a dating app nowadays like my friend who does engagement photos she always asks them like how do you guys meet and it's always like tinder or like one of those apps okay well i guess the success rate is good though so like whatever anyways okay what if we covered i guess we talked about instagram stories a lot we talked about picture editing a little bit do you have anything with like post times on instagram that you think about like okay 
I used to be so crazy about that stuff and like really care and now I don't like I don't remember the last time I like regarded what time it was before I posted but if you're like a business account I think it tells you like what days people are on your page the most one thing I want to say with that I don't think I'm caring quite as much but I think when you are really small and you're trying to grow that is very important and I because I noticed that for me because if I wanted to post lettering at 2 p.m. that just was not going to do well versus okay this sounds cheesy but like people are in their feels at night so I kind of learned that if I post the lettering at night people are in their feels like I don't know they're being more deep and they'll probably <laughs> they'll probably like resonate more with my lettering I don't know like I just kind of caught on to my audience and like when they were on Instagram and yes you can see those analytics but I don't know, anytime I posted lettering in the afternoon, it literally flunked. So definitely kind of pay attention. Now I'm more genuine. Now, okay, I'm to the point where, like, for example, last Monday, I went to Starbucks in the morning and I, like, had four Starbucks drinks. And I was like, Deb, take a picture of me. And I posted it right then, like, that second. Like, now I'm kind of being more genuine and just posting when I take the picture because I think that's, like, candid and fun, you know? Yeah. I, oh my gosh, I have a picture to post, actually. But, I always, like nowadays, I only post like when I take the photo and I don't really care. But I do notice on TikTok, if I post anything at night, it like does not do well. (laughs) But that could be just for me because like I said that in a video and someone was like, oh, all of my TikToks do great when I post at night. And like time zones are a thing. Like it's all very complicated and you'll just have to like play around with it and figure out where your followers live and like when's best for them yeah that's true see i know nothing about like the tiktok whole situation so i don't really know but yeah you just want to like literally learn your audience and see like when they're on the app i don't know do you want to talk about tiktok though because i feel like we've talked about instagram and you're like the tiktok queen yeah i mean tiktok is so different as well like there's so many different niches i guess so this is actually really funny i've seen a lot of like christian tiktokers but it's probably because i like watch them so then tiktok shows me more of them but my little niche it's not little it's obviously like huge on tiktok which is dancing because i was a dancer so i'm finally using all of my hours of training for something but yeah i just do like dancing tiktoks but you can do like funny tiktoks or um what are there there's like dog tiktoks there's like challenges there's people who are like just funny yeah but if people like your aesthetic like i always try to wear well not always but when i do care i'll try and like put on a cute outfit and like do it at golden hour and then people are like "Ooh, i like her aesthetic like maybe her instagram would be cute so i don't know i don't know if i'm actually getting followers from tiktok because you like can't track that but you know i'm putting myself out there just in case yes no i'm glad you're doing it i feel like I, I don't know. I think it just made your brand even more fun, low-key. It's just, like, so carefree and cute. I just love, like, I honestly love it because I don't go to dance classes anymore, so I feel like learning dances just brings me back, and it's so fun for me. Like, I'm not even doing it for, like, the chance of Instagram followers. Like, it's just so fun, genuinely. It's, like, a low-key, like, side hobby. It's, like, your side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> it's my side hustle is TikTok. What's your side hustle? TikTok. And they're, like, okay. Um, I was literally blown away by the, like, you can learn to dance in two seconds, and I can't. I literally can't. I just am not there. And I used to dance, though. And, but, okay, you, when did you quit dance? Like, when did you stop? How many years ago? Um, I was, like, 17 and a half or something, (laughs) I think. So, not that long ago. See, for me, it was, like, middle school. So, it's been a hot minute. And it's kind of interesting how... If you stop using, like, that part of your brain and, like, practicing those types of things, I feel like you just start to low-key, just, like, forget. Dude, I tried to do splits the other day. It was rough. 
Ooh, I don't know. I'm definitely getting a lot less flexible. I need to work on it again. Okay, I this <laughs> this sounds ridiculous. I remember being in dance, like, okay, we would stretch and, like, do all of these things, right? And there's the older girls or, like, the people that would come back from college and they would just, like, want to, like, hang out at the studio. And they would try and do splits and they couldn't. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you guys can't do that. I was like, side-eye. Like, I was, like, over there, like, literally doing crazy splits. And now I get it. Like, as you get older, you literally just lose flexibility. Yeah it's crazy do you have any more like tips that you want to go over yeah um so mm, I guess I talked about like Instagram stories I feel like again I just think a really big tip is kind of treating your Instagram stories like a vlog again that's not going to be good for everyone but I just think about how with vlogs I literally will sit there and watch someone's YouTube video that's like 30 minutes long because I'm just interested in their life so I think if you're able to do that every single day on Instagram stories it's super important Obviously, I do care about paying attention to, like, the aesthetics of your feed now at all or no, just, like, not at all. No. When it comes to, like, feed, I don't care if it's cohesive. I just care if, like, each individual photo is cute. Good. Yeah, I think if the quality of the photo is good, then it's all good. Like, I think you're going to be fine. Just make sure the, like, content is quality and I think you're, gain- like, all good. Um, times, like, posting times, again, I found that I think for my growth that was a very key part. Like, I noticed – for example, Monday mornings are great for me because everyone's getting ready for their week. Like they want a productive quote. I just think you really need to pay attention to your audience and pay attention to your DMs. Like what are people saying? What do they want more of? You know, are they wanting maybe to see more of your lunches? Like, for example, people know I work from home. So maybe they're curious, like, what am I eating every single day? Like what's the whole, you know, thing with that? So just listen to your audience. Um, do like have fun with it I think too like I don't think we need to stay I think people get so caught up in like looking a certain way online and it's so stupid like if you want to dance on your Instagram go for it like I just I hate how there's like rules low-key like kind of push it yeah I feel like it's pretty I don't know I maybe it's just like second nature to us because we do it every day and like I know most people it's just the hump of like getting over like oh only my friends follow me right now so if I treat it like I'm an influencer they're gonna like make fun of me and I totally get that but there are some people who have like a thousand followers or like two thousand followers but like they look like influencers like their pictures look good and like their Instagram stories are like Q&A's and stuff like that like just no one cares at you know like once you have like so many followers and like you have a business out of it like people are going to be asking for shout outs on your page so like just ignore them for oh the girl being. i love that <laughs> I it's love so that true that like there's like local public school girls who are like famous on instagram because they're just like really pretty and have like really visco feeds and they literally do like sponsorships like people are going to be like wait what you're like making money now that's funny yeah no i think for me i just felt freaking embarrassed to post lettering honestly but if you get over that i was like I just kind of hit a point where, okay, I want to have an insane business that's like well-known. Like I just want to, I'm just going to be honest. I want to have a business that I love and a life that I love and I don't want to be scared to put it out there. So I kind of just hit a point where if I want to get there, I got to start now and I have to stop caring right now. So I just, I was like, if these people don't want to follow me and they don't like me for me right now, then I just don't want them following me in general. Like you want to build an audience that truly loves you because if they do, again, that's like back to just being like, they're going to trust you. They're going to be loyal. They're going to support you through all of your different phases of life. So I only want those types of people anyway. So why am I trying to appease the people that don't actually care? I don't know if that made sense, but that's kind of like when my mind's like my mindset just shifted and I just did my own thing. And that's when my account truly started, I feel like, to grow. So that's like a big tip. I don't know. Yeah. Overall, I feel like the advice is just like be authentic to yourself and like niche down and really 
give all the info and value you can like in your niche and eventually like as long as the content is there like it'll all pan out for you if it's meant to be I think so too that's the thing if it's meant to be like I think sometimes people try and force stuff too much and just like have fun with it and just literally like go with it because you never know what's going to happen it's truly amazing social media is awesome but I really hope like I hope we added value to you guys in this episode and I hope you really enjoyed it and seriously you guys will have to like message us and let us know how these tips work for you because we totally want you guys to like flourish and like grow and like do your thing so I really hope this was valuable yeah so leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. it really helps us out because if we're going to talk about algorithm that's all the podcast algorithm is is literally like ratings and reviews so you guys control that so if you liked it and you feel like it's valuable then go hit us up on the reviews please do you guys can follow us on instagram too because obviously we're posting our stories and everything going on so mine is at all things Lillianne. mine's at Haley fam and the podcast one is at call me candid podcast and we just hit 10k so we can have the swipe up Woo, girl i didn't even know that till you put it on your story okay we've been slacking on that instagram well we are long distance so that sucks but we have a lot of photos we could be posting we have photos and like i can make some graphics i feel like we could get kind of creative with some things so we need to step it up so guys follow us on there we're gonna step up the game we just gave all these tips that we aren't even like using on there so we should probably <laughs> we should probably step it up <laughs> but anyway don't yell at us over there yeah yell <laughs> no please be nice i can't take criticism please don't be me <laughs> i'm so bad dude i'm the worst i only That's... want yes man in my life <laughs> no okay no i'm actually getting better because i'm realizing criticism's like important but low-key like anytime people kind of message me something kind of like on the line i like get so sad i need to work on it but whatever that's a whole other episode anyways hope you guys love this it was fun i enjoyed it because now like we had an excuse to talk i know whenever you live here we're gonna have like an actual youtube channel and a room and we're gonna have days where we like make content so it's gonna be a really fun year but in the meanwhile thanks for listening to this episode of call Call me Me Candid. candid bye